Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to try in 15 minutes to go over why people succeed and why people fail in the pool service business and in any business in general. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. Now there are, of course, the tried and true fail points of a business, not marketing yourself correctly, not actually you know, being a business, being in the right area for your business, you don't want to open a scuba diving shop in, you know, the mountains. And you don't want to open a ski shop by the beach. That's kind of logical. And I've seen people do things like this, not budgeting properly or charging the right amount of money to stay in business is also a fail point. But I think the major fail point, in my opinion, and this is where I see a lot of people not succeed in something they do, is the level of commitment they put in there and also their commitment to excellence in their field. And you probably know someone who probably collects name tags. He's had so many different jobs over the years and maybe he's in his early 50s and he's never really settled on anything. He's just gone from one kind of project or career profession to another and and never really landed something that he enjoyed or liked. And I think this problem comes from the attitude and the commitment to do something and if you don't like what you're doing, of course, you're not going to do it well. And I think if you wanted to get into the pool service industry, you have to kind of like that field. There's a lot of things to like about it. I mean, you you have your own hours you can set. Pool service is relatively easy if you do it right. And dealing with the customers can be very easy now because everything's done through texting and email. It's no longer face-to-face. There's been some customers I've never actually met in person. Everything's done through text messaging. I never even heard their voice in some cases. A lot of times, if I'm doing a rental with a landlord, I don't even know who they are because I'm dealing with the tenant. And I just text or email the landlord, never met them. And this is a different era of business, of course, not like before where everything was done face-to-face. So it's even easier now to deal with customers because you're not actually dealing with people like we used to do back in the 90s. And I think one of the things that can happen is that if you're not committed to this level of excellence, and I think commitment is is something that is often overlooked. People say, you know, hard work means you're going to be successful. That's just not true. The person at McDonald's flipping burgers for 30 years may be the hardest working employee, but he's no closer to owning that McDonald's than he was when he was starting And 30 years later, he's still working as a cook flipping burgers. I don't think they flip burgers at McDonald's, actually. They just put him in some kind of heat chamber, and then they put him on the patty. But you can see that example. Hard work is not going to produce success. Maybe he's the most successful McDonald's employee, but he's certainly not going to be rich doing that. And I think one of the things is commitment. If you're committed to doing something, and you set a goal to reach that goal, 
even if the irritations in that business come around, and it can be irritating in pool service, you get, in my area, you get Santa Ana wind events, you get customers that don't want to touch their pool for nothing. I had a customer, I was out of town, and he texted me, he's like, hey, you didn't come by, and I was like, yeah, I was out of town, and I went by that pool the other day, and the canister had come open in the pool, and so the automatic cleaner was just on the bottom with part of the canister, and and then the bag was on the bottom, and it would be so easy for him just to kind of scoop the bag out, reattach the canister, but he left it like that for a week because he didn't lift the finger, and that's kind of irritating because, hey, you know, it's something that happened. I, I don't know if the dog jumped in the pool or what happened, but it's one of those things where they could have lifted the finger, and so that kind of irritates me a little bit, but I don't say anything and I don't do anything about it. It's just a mild irritation of being in a business. And the weather, of course, can be really uncomfortable in the summertime here. But that's just, to me, an irritant. And your commitment level just has to be higher at that point. You know, when it's 95, 100 degrees out there, you're committed to getting through the day fast and, you know, getting the pools cleaned as best you can. But you're not doing, of course, anything extra at that point because this is blazing out. So you're just doing the minimal and you're committed just to finishing the job and getting out there. I mean, I've done service during heat alerts in California where the temperature is going to be 108, 110. And I just get through the day rapidly, get done by noon. I don't really vacuum the pools. Customers understand that. And the good thing about these heat alert days is that no one's really, really using their pool anyway because you can't even go outside. So it's not a big deal. But you're committed to going out there and doing that. You're not going to skip the pools or not go out or you know, just have a kind of a, a lazy attitude towards it. That's not really the level of commitment that will get you to become successful in anything you do. We've all seen these people working out there. Like I've been in restaurants and the guy's just really working so hard. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, you know, he is going to probably own his own place one day or he's going to, you know, manage a bigger chain because this guy has a commitment to excellence. And you can spot it. You can spot the people that are just working so hard. I remember during COVID, there was a, I was at Walmart and there was a guy working the aisles and, and he was just, he was probably in his forties and he's just working so hard. And, and then I just noticed how great he was. And I guess he was talking to someone there and he mentioned that yeah, he got laid off because his field, they don't, they're not active during COVID and he just had to get some way to make income. So he went to make, to, um, not McDonald's, Walmart and was working there. So I'm sure he was a professional of some kind and just trying to make money at that point. But you can spot it out there and the customers can spot it in you. So if you can spot it, they can spot it also. And if you're the kind of person that's just not going the extra mile and doing the extra work around the pool to have that kind of level of commitment to excellence, people will notice that. And if you are committed to excellence, they'll notice that also and you'll get a lot more referrals. You'll actually grow your business much faster with that attitude. I find that the people in my group that are committed to excellence grow rapidly. I mean, they go from like 30 accounts to 100 within the first year because of that commitment to their business, to excellence. And you have to be committed to do this right, especially pool service. It can be really easy to get lazy and slack off. I remember one time when I was first starting there was a pool with a little bit of algae in it, and it was really hot that day, and I was like, oh, man, I don't want to go back to my truck to get a gallon of liquid chlorine. I'm just going to brush it, and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to you know, put a little bit of sodium bromide in there. We used a lot of that back in my day, and I just was lazy about it. The next week I got back to that pool, I can tell you that I spent about half an hour brushing it because the algae bloom was tremendous, and that's something I learned quickly, that me being lazy, not committed, 
to cleaning that pool properly caused me to spend an extra half an hour the following week brushing that pool like crazy because I let the algae get out of control. And that's what I kind of mean by that. If you notice something at the pool, don't address it. And just because you're not really committed to that account or doing that service, it could really turn on you and it could cause your business to fail eventually if you multiply the lack of commitment over, you know, 40 or 50 accounts. And so how do you stay motivated and committed out there, especially in pool service where I mentioned, you know, customers can be irritating. The weather can definitely be irritating in a lot of circumstances, especially in California when it gets super hot out there. It's actually been a really mild summer, so I'm expecting it to get blazing pretty soon here. And I think one way to stay committed to excellence is to have a goal in mind of why you're committed to excellence. I mean, why are you building up your pool service company? Why are you putting all this energy into it? Why are you smiling at the customer when you're kind of gritting your teeth inside? Because you're committed to some kind of goal. What is your what is the end goal of you being committed to your business? Well, I think the end goal, of course, is to be financially successful. That's kind of like the American dream to be financially independent, to build a retirement to where you can be comfortable. And I think part of being committed to excellence in your business is having that goal in mind. You know, where do you want to be in 20 years? Do you want to be supported by relatives or the government? I don't think you want to be there. You want to have your own independence. And it starts when you're committed to your business and building it up. Whether you love it or not, you should like it for sure. Not everybody loves their job, but you should actually like the profession you're in. And if you can like it enough to be committed to it and you have a goal in mind, which is to be financially independent from that business, bringing in the money, you investing it wisely, then I think that commitment level will go up automatically. Now, if you don't have a goal, if you're just working the work, then I think that commitment level is going to be really low. Going back to the example of the person at McDonald's, putting the burgers in the in the um, heat microwave device, doing that for 30 years. You know, there's really nothing in that. No, no way to have to reach a goal when you're when you're doing something like that. But owning your own business, you definitely can set these goals and you can kind of set them in stages. You know, I'm going to pay off my vehicles. I'm going to pay off my house. I'm going to buy an investment property. I'm going to invest in this and I'm going to build my business up and bring on four employees and expand. I'm going to expand to a different city, to a different state. I mean, you have to have these kind of goals set, and they have to be scalable goals. You can't say you're going to have you know a million dollars in a year because that's probably not going to happen. And so you want to set goals and be committed to reaching each goal. What I do when I reach a goal, I set another goal to reach, and then I try to reach that goal by being committed to what I'm doing at that time to reach that goal. If you have employees, your level of commitment is a reflection of the business. And if you're committed to it, I find that the employees will be much more committed to the business knowing that you're all in. I think if you're running a company and you're kind of half-heartedly into the business, the employees will sense that. And then they're going to be like, well, he doesn't really care too much about how the pools look. So I'm not going to care too much myself. And I think this is a big mistake when you have employees if you're not tough enough on them. Now, not to where they quit on you, but you have to have these standards that they have to reach because you're not going to be out there watching them. And if you're not committed to the business, if you let things slide to a point where they feel comfortable not doing their job properly, then that shows a lack of commitment on your behalf. And I think a lot of times this is what happens when you bring an employee on. 
You let them just do whatever they normally would do and you're not on top of them. A lot of times if you want to be successful with an employee, have them ride along with you and then also ride along with them and maybe stop by a pool while they're working to see how they're doing. And you can easily find them if you're using an app like Skimmer or Pay the Pool Man. You can track your employees in those apps. And you can actually set up an appointment to meet them at some pools. And, you know, I don't think you want to surprise them. Uh, you want to just make sure that they know you're coming to inspect their work. Because I don't think you want to come up on your employee who's not doing the work properly. And that might scare them away. But you definitely want to show them that you're committed to excellence by watching what they're doing or observing what they're doing. And they should be logging everything for you so that, you know, the account's being maintained properly. Again, these apps are great. You know, Skimmer pool service software, pay the pool man. They're, they all have really good tracking abilities and the employees can report directly in the app to you. This is important. It's not like you're micromanaging them. You're just showing them that you're committed to the business and you want things to be taken care of and everything run to be run smoothly. I think part of your commitment also is the attitude you project towards your customers, towards your employees, of course, like I mentioned, but especially towards your customers. A lot of times you're going to run into different people of different cultures, different races, and you want to try your best, your very best to treat everyone equally. You don't want to be discriminating towards people because they're going to sense that, hey, you know, you don't like this particular person because of their maybe their political stand or their beliefs or their ethnicity. And people can sense that, especially people that are sensitive to this. You know, I've, I've had pool pros in my group that were African-American and they tell me this when they go out to do a bid. One of them in particular says when he walks back there and they see that he's African-American, he can see in their face that they're like, oh, I shouldn't have called this guy, you know, and they can read it right in that person because they're in tune and attuned to that kind of attitude. And the same thing yourself, if if you project an attitude of prejudice towards somebody, they probably can sense it because they've been you know, discriminated against before. And don't know right away that you're that kind of a person. So work on that attitude. Work on, you know, treating everyone as an equal. Because I mentioned in another podcast that if you are this way and you discriminate against people, you may pass up that golden customer. There may be someone that you just don't want to service their pool because of personal prejudice reasons. But maybe they own a restaurant in town and they have a thousand people walking through their doors every week. They could put your flyer in, in their bulletin board and you would get, you know, 20 or 30 referrals, but you'll pass on that customer because of your personal feelings and you won't get those referrals. You know, it's kind of funny and this wasn't planned, but the pest control company I use in my area, they're owned by an African-American family. And then I have some rental properties about 15 minutes away so they can't service that area. I was calling around and I got a new pest control company up that way. And of course, they're owned by an African-American family. And then the plumber that I use, my local area is also African-American. And then my AC HVAC guy is African-American. It just happened to work out that way. I met my HVAC guy at a pool a pool service account. He was doing some work for, for one of my clients. And so I think about 12 years ago, I started using his services. And he's the best HVAC guy that I've ever used. And, and he's probably the best in the area. And again, if I had some kind of set prejudice against that, I would probably have lost out on uh, the best HVAC guy. And he's put in two complete systems for me already. And he's just a 100% excellent service person. And so a commitment to excellence is treating everyone equally at the same time and not getting irritated with people. Now, I'll be honest, I did lose my temper one time, maybe more than one time, but one time actually at a customer that just irritated me to no extent. 
And I did lose my temper talking to this person, something that I regret and I remember vividly. And I did drop that account kind of in a huff. And that was a big mistake. And I realized that I had to work on this area that I can't, you know, let the irritation of something cause me to to, to do that. And so it's one of those things where if there's an area that needs some work on, definitely work on that area. There's plenty of resources out there. Even something as simple as reading a book, you know, it's not going to probably change you entirely, but it's definitely going to lead you in the right direction and give you some resources to rely on and some things to do. But that commitment to excellence also extends to changing yourself so that you can be better at the business you're running. And I think if you're not committed to this level of excellence, your business will only go so far and you're going to tend to give up on things or maybe even give up on the business entirely. So check yourself if you're getting to a point where maybe you feel like, well, you know, I don't really like what I'm doing. Maybe it's not actually the fact you don't like what you're doing. Maybe you just don't have that level of commitment to do it with excellence and to do it right. And of course, set those goals. Without those goals that you can reach, and they have to be reachable, by the way, you're just not going to have that attitude or the right attitude to be committed and to, and to reach those the goals that you set. If you're looking for other podcasts I recorded, you can find them on my website, swimmingprolearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon. I have over 1,100 episodes you can listen to. If you're interested in the coaching program that I offer, you can learn more also at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.